whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You look adorable. Oh, thank you. I'm well. Thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we, we are here are to here rant, to and, rant rave. and rave. Do you like my glasses? I know this is an audio medium, but we are available on YouTube now, so... <laughs> If you yes. want to know why I'm so excited and why Jessica giggled at me, it's because <laughs> I got a Valentine in the mail with some glasses that say love and I'm wearing them. <laughs> you look so cute. Seriously. Thank you. I love it. I They're adorable you. on you. Can I you know. believe that we talked for like an hour before this and I didn't mention I had them in my lap? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for my Valentine. You're welcome. I've always liked Valentines and not for the romantic way. Like I'm saying as yeah. an adult, I'm Alan and I aren't into Valentines or anything like that. But as a kid, I loved exchanging cards with people. I still do. I am obsessed with reading cards, but I loved picking my Valentines each year and who I was oh, going to yes. give which card to. Well, and, and as girls, fun. we put so much thought into, at least I did, into yes, exactly what Valentine I was giving to each and every person. I so didn't that somebody anyone... didn't get the wrong impression with the pun in the card? Yes, I didn't <laughs> want anyone getting the wrong impression. Be it whether I liked them more than I, than I let on or less than I let yes. on. Either way, I didn't want anybody knowing. Exactly. I would agonize, agonize over what... Which is so funny. And I would agonize over what Valentine's I wanted to get to because there needed to be a mix. I wanted to be a little lovey with some people. And some mm -hmm. people I wanted the option to be not lovey at all and make that very clear. Right? <laughs> like, I can't think of a pun that quick, but I'm picturing like a robot that's like, I like your style or something like that. Yeah. It certainly couldn't say, I like you because that could be misinterpreted. <laughs> yes. But oh my, my son, God. you know, boys, I think, don't care quite as much. No. So I pick out my sons. But this year, you know, he is getting a little older. Mm -hmm. And so this year I was like, I'll pick out two things just because I happen to see mm -hmm. them and let him choose. And so I bought your Jawsome, like they were Jaws. Amazing. Amazing. And each one had a bite out of the heart. And it would, you know, there were like five. Yes. About that, and then I went a little rogue this year, and I got <laughs> these ones that were "Would you rather" kind of cards. So, like, what Ooh. would you choose: burritos or tacos, hamburgers or pizza, things like that? Or would you rather fly or control fire? Like, you choose. Ooh, I choose. love it. And so, Dan and I were talking about it, and Dan Tipton was like. He's going to choose Jaws for sure. Nope. Mm -hmm. He chose the Rathers. Ooh, I love it. So you'll probably get a Jawsome Valentine. Just be prepared. <laughs> 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 
That is so cute. What a fun yeah, I idea. I thought it was really fun. And there's no confusing flirtation in that. Do exactly. you know what I mean? It wasn't mm-hmm. like, I like the way you look. What does that mean? Because if I got, if I got a Valentine that was like, I like you from someone that I liked, like, like, like. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, I, for hours I'd be like, do you think they really meant it? Or is it a, or is it a just a valentine courtesy or is there something there they're trying to give me a hint yeah you valentine courtesy people are confusing don't do that well do they still do this (laughs) when we were kids you had to make a card for everyone in class yes right i I mean i'm pretty sure that's still the same rule yeah i mean i've never asked but they always say there's such and such number of students yeah. in the class. There's 20 kids. Please bring one for each. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, can you imagine not, not having any Valentines? I know that happened to kids when I, you know, I heard about it. I certainly always mm-hmm. gave everyone a Valentine, but yeah, I'm a people pleaser too, so. Oh, you're also <laughs> nice, but seriously, no, it just makes me sad. I hope that it is like, hey, let's all include. Because I know I these days also a lot of friends keep extras too. Teachers keep extras yeah, too. That's true. Um, well, happy Valentine's Day! Happy this Valentine's Day! This will come out. Yeah, on V Day. That's right. V Day. That sounds so sexually V-Day. transmitted. Okay. Yeah, or like, oh, she got her V card. Lost, lost her V cars. No, I don't like oh my it. My God! <laughs> I just saw. Do you guys? Do you guys? I'm act like I'm talking to everyone that's listening. But <laughs> do you guys follow Hank Green, the scientist? No. He's on TikTok and Instagram, I think. And Sounds I just like a King of the Hill character. <laughs> He's very. He would make such an easy like Sunday comic strip character. He's just kind and funny and smart and i don't know i just like him but he people mm-hmm. write in science questions to him and if he doesn't know the answer he tries to figure it out and so today <laughs> this is why i related <laughs> it i saw one where he was talking about uh they found out a long long time ago that snakes have double penis a hema penis or something they have double head mm-hmm. they just found out in 2022 that's that female snakes have a hemoclitoris that's not the right Excuse word, me? I guarantee you. But they have a double clitoris. <laughs> He's like, guess when they found that out? 2022. He's like, I'm pretty sure those snakes knew they had two clitorises before then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that just reminded me of that. That is horrifying. It's horrifying. Um, or is it lucky? Oh I don't know. I've never had two clits, so. <laughs> Whoa, we're already we're already hitting oh. our, our territory oh <laughs> rated r listen i always <laughs> post that we are not for children so i don't know what to do about it <laughs> we are not should we address You're the a fig? select few yes should we address the <laughs> what is it the pink elephant in the room the white elephant in the room uh, uh rihanna's halftime show Rihanna's having a baby. Thank you for bringing it up. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows that, Jessica. I'm talking about how I sound like I am about ready to snot all over everyone. (laughs) 
<laughs> you sound a little bit like when a kid plugs their nose with yes, their hands that's how to I go feel. underwater. Yeah, that's how exactly how I feel every second. Um, Jessica and I have been battling allergies, but mine have turned into and like the this winds. almost a cold. Yeah. I cannot There's breathe. only so I much. Feel horrible. You know what you should try? And like, I hate nasal spray, never Ugh. enjoyed it, but, and the pharmacist recommended this. Uh, I was like so crazy congested and all this. And I hate Sudafed more than anything. Ugh. Now, sometimes if your sinuses are swollen shut, it is the only thing that might work, but yeah. it has pseudoephedrine in it, which I hate. It's the main ingredient of meth. It's why you uh -huh. have to ask the pharmacist for it. Uh -huh. Um, so I told Alan, I'm like, I really can't breathe. You got to go get me Sudafed. Thank goodness. Our pharmacist knows us. <laughs> and she said, what medications are, is your wife on again? And I had sent him a picture to show. And mm -hmm. she said, I'm so glad that you're showing me this. She cannot take Sudafed with these medications that she's on. It's like not oh. a good interaction. So she said, have her get this, like get this for her. And it's called AIR, A-Y-R, and it's a natural saline mist. They also have a brand called Ocean. And literally, it's like a salt water. No, you don't feel weird or like you're sucking water up your nose. You just give a few squirts, and you can use it multiple times throughout the day, and it helps hydrate your sinuses. It's the only thing that has given me any amount of relief during this insane rhinitis or whatever they call it. I'm serious. Where like your sinuses get crazy and inflamed and allergic. Get a oh, saline spray. There's no antibiotic in it. It's <clears throat> just a natural thing and it helps hydrate your sinuses, which is what the problem usually is. Well, maybe I will try that. I thought you were going to say a neti pot and I'm sorry. No, nope, I, I hate it. I'm, I'm sure tried we it. have plenty of friends and listeners who try have done a neti pot. I find it to be so disgusting. It's not I, only disgusting. Also, it would make me puke, but also gross. Uh-huh. So, so you've not tried I, it? A neti putt? No, 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 no. There's one in my bathroom. My husband uses it, and I tell him I don't ever want to see it. I don't want to know when he uses it. When I was in the Groundlings Sunday Company. So for those of you who don't know, the Groundlings is a, is a company out here, uh, a theater company of comedians. Um, who's from there, Jessica? Fame, bunch of famous. Oh, people. I don't know. Half the people that you love on SNL and every funny yes. movie, Melissa McCarthy and Will Ferrell and yes, exactly. Phil so Hartman. anyway, yes. So I was in uh, the Sunday Company for that theater, and I happened to be in at a time when, I mean, just everybody I worked with is probably pretty well known now, pretty famous, mm -hmm. but um. So a couple of my friends did a sketch and it's Taryn Killam. He was on SNL and now he's on that show, Single Mothers or something like that. Um, single Parents. Single Parents, yes. And my friend Sarah Baker, who you probably know her from the Kaminsky Method. Anyway, they did a sketch where they were a couple having a fight as they legitimately, truly on stage for real were neti potting. And I couldn't um, watch it. I couldn't, it grossed me out so bad. I'm because dying I, that I didn't know this. 
It's so disgusting. And the scene itself was funny because it was like a real true to life couple's argument that you could see right. happening anywhere. But they were pouring water like you pour it in one side of your nose and it comes out the other. Is that how it works? Well, you hope. Yeah, but it, it does doesn't. come out your mouth and stuff like that. And then you got boog waters in your mouth. Boogers. That's all booger water. Every bit of it is booger water. There's no other way to explain it. That is booger soup. So you may think it's funny that it's all going, it's just going into this bowl. No, it's splattering everywhere around it. Your booger soup. They just did it onto the stage floor. Well, they had a bowl. Do you think? Oh. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Unless you've got that glued underneath your nostrils, there's splattering going on, especially while you're having a pretend argument. Oh, my but, God. But I wasn't even referring to them specifically. I'm talking about y'all, whoever you are <laughs> that's doing a neti pot. Whatever goes in and out of that thing. Like, how dare you keep that in a cabinet somewhere near other things that other people might want to use? Uh-uh. No, Dan Tipton, you keep it in your cabinet away from everybody else's stuff, and then I don't care what it touches with your own booger soup. Does he have right? the teapot one? Yes. Don't try to be cute with it. I have the squeeze bottle one, which is real intense. Well, had. I should preface it with that. I got rid of it long ago. It's one that you squeeze and it's supposed to do the same thing where it goes up one side and down the other. And then sucks it well, out. Well, it doesn't suck it out. It's just supposed to go in and down. You kind of lean your head over and it's supposed to go whoosh. Well, I have a deviated septum and mm -hmm. lots of polyps. So some water would come out. By the way, it always felt like I was... If you ever inhaled underwater as a kid, we've all done it. You know what you know what chlorine smells and tastes like. Yeah. Yes, that's what it always felt like to me. And because of the deviated septum, some water would come down. Well, it would be twenty-four hours later, and I'd bend over to tie my shoes and water would drip out of my nose. <laughs> Because it was trapped. <laughs> so I'm like, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, I'm snotting all over myself because I'm laughing at you. I'm sorry. It's gross. Um, it was horrific. Like, that is so horrible. You, hours later, you just had potholes in your nose uh -huh. that were yes. hanging on to little, little bowls of booger soup. Yep. And without any warning... You just had, you were just serving up, serving up soup and sandwiches. I would turn over in bed like this and. No. No. I'm telling no. you, it was no. horrific. <laughs> and so many people, allergists and ENT <laughs> friends, everyone's like, you got to use this because it flushes all of the things that are causing the histamine reaction and you out. It will change your life. So I was like, you know what? I've fought this for so long. Fine. I'll do it. And I'm telling you for me, it was miserable because uh, I've had so many surgeries. I don't have adenoids. I don't have tonsils. I've had two complete surgeries where they go in and blast out your sinuses. They fixed my deviated septum once it has been reversed. I, just leave me alone. Okay. I take my Zyrtec. I, I try my best and that's all I can say about a neti pot.
<laughs> it is. It's revolting. I'm sorry. I can't believe that that wasn't your rant because that was very rant worthy. <laughs> it really was. <coughs> but, you know, I really can't judge you. Like, we got to do what we got to do. I just am not an Eddie Pop person. But, like, no. my snots are so bad right now. I'm not even using Kleenex anymore. This is straight up paper towel. Paper towel. Oh yeah. This I need oh, yeah. some I need some shop some shop towels. Like it just doesn't stop. It's awful it and then it really irritates your nose. So if you have aquaphor, I would put that around your Yeah, yeah, I've been trying to do nostrils. stuff. But also I feel like I didn't I didn't gorge myself at the Super Bowl party like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I'm mad about that. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to use that as my day. Like, yeah, I'm breaking out. Um, so I'm <laughs> mad about that. I feel like I didn't enjoy Riri's performance as much as I normally would because I was feeling yuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and I haven't been online much so far today. It feels like there's equal backlash either way, like in support and not in support. So I guess right. that's normal. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the, I feel, you know, when you feel so stuffed up, it's very rare that I feel in control of what's coming out of my mouth anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I just kind of talk <laughs> too much. I'm just too much. Um, but when your head feels like it's stuffed with cotton mm-hmm. just all the time, who knows where this show's going to go, Jessica? Wow. Who knows? I who can't knows? believe I I'll- look. presentable enough to be on camera with you because five minutes before this recording, I did not. Well, you at least look like a grown ass woman. You have makeup on, you have a cute blouse. You have perhaps, I don't know if it's a cardigan or a blazer. I barely, I do. I have no makeup and I put on a peasant's blouse. Yeah. You look super cute with a braid. no, and I put my hair in a side braid because I yeah, was like, yeah. I sent Dana a picture. I literally woke up looking like <laughs> Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Have we told um, our friends this, that we do that? Maybe that should be, no, never Patreon. mind. I was going to say, maybe that should be Patreon. You get to see our catalog. <laughs> Jessica and I send each other the worst photos of ourselves ever for pure joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if that ever got out, you would have to sign a $1 million NDA oh. so that if you ever leaked a photo, you know what? At least we made a million dollars off you. So. Right. I but mean, these are blackmail you... material. Oh, my God. I have sent you pictures. And listen, I love you. And I think you're beautiful. I'm going to be honest. Same, lady. You have sent me some pictures that I'm like, no one should ever see that but me. Thank you. I know. It goes both ways. Yes. We're very, yes. We're very, we're very open with each other. So yeah, Patreon is not a good idea on those. But it, <laughs> it is something fun you might want to do with some family members or girlfriends. Yes. But only I don't do it with anyone else them. except you. I'm not yes. joking. Not a single yeah. other person do I do it with. I think I have infected <laughs> people because I do it with you. I do it with Kristen Marie. Kate Amazing. will send me pictures sometimes. I'm a little less likely to do it with Kate because she's young enough to be my daughter. Um, 
Oh my God. Before we get also, into Also, I don't it. even think she can try to make her. She would like, what, take a uh, brush and try to tease her hair, like something so off the wall, and she would still look gorgeous. Like, I can't. I know. I will say though we're both redheads, so if we don't have on eyebrows yes. and mascara, like there's a there's a scare factor there. <laughs> ah, little alienesque. Can I please tell you? Oh, mm-hmm. speaking of, this is somewhat embarrassing, but what about my life isn't? Um, so last week, uh, Kate, our little friend Kate and I mm-hmm. just met up for drinks. We had invited you and you weren't able to come mm-hmm. and we invited Chris yeah. Marie and she canceled like a half an hour before we were supposed to be there, <laughs> which I totally get because I would have liked to cancel, but I'm glad I didn't. I ended up having a nice time. Um, so anyway, we met up just to catch up and chat and have a good mm-hmm. time. So we went to pineapple. What is it? Pineapple Hill saloon or uh-huh. pine. Yeah. Yep. And pineapple Hill saloon. It's kind of a hole in the wall in a strip mall. It's a dive bar for sure. Um, I've never been there when it was like crazy busy. I've heard that it gets that way, but it certainly wasn't. Uh-huh. It's an, a, an older crowd early in the evening and then a few regulars show up. Whatever. Anyway, we went sure. there. We go up to the bar, order drinks. I go sit down. We have a good time. There's a DJ there on Thursday nights that plays mm-hmm. 80s, 90s, and 2000s. So I love that. Would like to go back to that, Jessica. Just put it in your notebook. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, so I go up at the end of the night to close out, and the girl goes, "Oh yeah, by the way, uh, uh, one round was covered." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> She's <laughs> like, "Yeah, there was a guy sitting at the bar, and when you girls, when you first came in and walked away, ordered your drink and walked away, he said, "Hey, uh, their next round is on me." And Amazing. she was like, "Oh, okay." And so I said, oh, and she goes, but he left right after that. And I was like, oh, really? And she goes, yeah. And I asked him, I said, do you want me to go let them know that you covered their their next round so they can tell you thank you? And he goes, nah, I'm headed out. And he left. And I have to say. So nice and refreshing. I was wearing this because she had told me she was going to wear a halter top and jeans. And I was like, a halter top? It's going to be 59. Grandma's wearing long <laughs> sleeves, okay? Ah. And she said, well, I'm going to wear a jacket. And I was like, <laughs> you fool. I don't want to be carrying a jacket around. What if I want to dance, right? <laughs> Apparently, kids call blazers jackets now because she. I show up and I go, why are you wearing a blazer? What? Why am I dressed somewhat similar to you when you're 40 years younger than me? <laughs> Anyway, I I was wearing this. That's what brought it up. But what I wanted to say was that was true kindness. Do I wish I had been able Mm -hmm. to tell that person thank you? Yeah, I kind of do. Only because now knowing how he behaved, I think that was somebody that was like, "Eh, I just want those girls to have a nice night and do something nice for them. There was no expectation of our time, of talking to us, of worshiping this person. like Hooking up. uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I told Kate, because we were sitting at that table having a whole conversation about life. Like, we hadn't chatted life, real life chatted for a long time. And I was saying how, like, I'm getting older and I feel like maybe during COVID was my exit into old woman where people don't find me attractive anymore. And I missed the celebration because my mom told me, I've told you this, right? My mom was like, there will come a day, Dana, where you walk into a store and you look around and go, oh, my God. No one's looking at me. No one finds me. That's what my mom instilled in my brain for decades was going to happen to me. And so now I'm like, 
oh my God, what if my party happened during COVID and I didn't even get a goodbye? It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing, actually. So I told her, I was like, so the free drink round, everyone at that mm-hmm. bar looked like they were probably 50 or over. I'm going to take that as a win for me because if that guy was thinking, oh, that young redhead is cute, he's living in a fantasy land too. So let us both have our dreams. (laughs) But I did think that was really nice. I'm actually interested. What do do you think, Jessica? Would you – how do you feel about that? Would you rather him have said, hey, I bought you guys a drink? No. I think it's truly like that old adage of just paying it forward. Like if you ever, ever gone through a fast food window or a Starbucks and they're like, oh, the last person got your coffee or paid for covered you. your yes. meal. And you're like, yeah. what? And I remember even once that happened and it became a chain reaction yeah. where like that it was like, all right, well, I'll get the car behind me and blah, blah, and blah, blah. Right. Yeah. It's just very nice. Just, you know, it's there's also people. Without- the expectation of return. I think that's what makes it so nice. Like sometimes you're like, yeah, but so what do you true. want from me? You know? Yes. Like, that sounds so jaded. Maybe it's just because we live in LA, but. No. And especially from our youth and even into adulthood, but I'm talking about like college and on. If a man bought you a drink, usually they thought you were at least going to hang out maybe at that bar or club, or now you're going to dance. Yeah. Or maybe if he bought you a few drinks, you're going to leave with them. I was always the uh, morality and age police with my friends. And again, I let me preface this with I am no saint, never have been. But when we were teenagers, and I always looked way older than my age, when we were 12, people thought I was 18. Okay. I was yeah. an Amazon. I had to wear <laughs> women's clothing. I couldn't wear kids' clothes, all this stuff. So I would take my friends that were half my size and looked like they were five to our movies and say I was their babysitter. Okay, and it always worked. I bet. But when we would be on spring break or people would approach us, even once I was in college and like older men, what the hell are you doing at a known college hangout on the strip where nobody but the college students should be coming up and trying to buy 18, 19 year old girls drinks? I'd be like, buzz off, pal. Yeah. Like literally in spring break, people would be like, how old are you girls? My friends would be like 18. I'd be like, we're 14 and yank them on. Amazing. Like, I at least Everybody had that sort of sense. Friend. I did a, I did dumb shit and I was wild and I partied and all that. But when it was like that kind of stuff, I was like, no, I'm, we're not going to get into some creep show situation. Yes. I feel like I was always the friend that was like, I don't know, this seems shady because I was also the friend who... They weren't really buying me a drink. They were buying my friends a drink. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just yes. like, to them, I was cor- collateral. Like, I was their collateral damage. They're like, fine, if I have to buy this ugly girl a drink, too, just to get with this Shut girl, whatever. Up, you fool. <laughs> That's how I always Stop felt, it. right? So I was always a little more like with my spectacles on, eyeing people mm. going, why? Why then, though? But why, though, then? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, we just got off the rails. I'm sorry about that. I don't I can't even follow no. the snail trail that led us here. Oh my god, snail trail. How dare you? Okay, while I tell everyone how they can get in touch with us, we will roll into your rant. You have been frozen on video for a while, so uh the audio has been sounding fine. I hope you catch up to live video with me. Uh you guys, 
you can find us and many of you did for this week. Thank you. We even have an overflow. Uh, please keep the stuff rolling in. It was like yes. a little bit dry and now it's a waterfall and we are here yes. for it. Okay. Yes. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves podcast on TikTok at the Rants and Raves P. Thank you all who have started following us on there. Dana has been, uh, a voyeur of the TikTok world and also a participant for a lot longer than me. She finally taught me how to tick and talk. And uh, we thank you for joining us, for following us and for the views and the likes. Let's keep it going uh, on this new train that we're on. You can also subscribe and find us on our YouTube channel. So you have the option to do the audio only or the full video you can watch the insanity you can see the cardboard cutout behind me i'm classy like that or you can see dana's intellectual bookshelf (laughs) behind her um (laughs) but please uh keep it going and also uh through email we got an amazing email from one of our og listeners rachel thank you so much uh you can find us at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com. And you can also go to our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com, hit the contact button, and that will also go directly to us. Thank you. Yay. I had a dream about your cardboard background last night. You did? Mm-hmm. I dreamt that listeners mailed you things that they wanted you to hang up on that behind your. Oh, screen. that's amazing. Just just dropping a little thought from my dreams there. If anybody has something they want to send you. Um, <laughs> thank you, Jessica, for doing that. Um, sure. Let's just roll right into our rants. We have a let's a, do it. Rant. Am I allowed to say who it's from? Yeah, I think so. I always ask you. Um, this is from a listener, Brianna. Mm-hmm. Hey, ladies! I'm so glad you're back. We're glad we're back too. Thank you. Um, I have a rant that hopefully at least one other person can relate to. I'm getting married in March. Right away, I just want to say congratulations and also I'm sorry because weddings <laughs> sound like a nightmare to me. Yes. Um, okay. Do, do, do. I'm at the point in planning where I have a new task for the wedding almost every day. That's because planning a wedding is like a full-time job, mm-hmm. which is why I never had one. Okay. One task that I hate is tracking people down for an RSVP. (laughs) I understand where she's coming from. She's going to hate me by the time this rant section is over. And I (laughs) I don't understand how someone can get an invite to a hopefully once in a lifetime event with free food and drinks and go, "Mm, let me think about it. (laughs) And then wait for so long that I have to ask again and again and again. Oh, cats. Like, what? I sent out official invites seven months ago, and I started telling people almost a year ago, you should know by now, and just let me know. Why is it so hard? I shouldn't have to track you down. Anyway, I could rant about the annoying wedding behavior I've experienced over the last year, but I won't. Um, Oh, all the annoying. Thank you both for being so lovely and such a delight. Well, you know what, Brianna? You're not going to think I'm a delight after this, because... (laughs) The sad truth is I am that person. I am that person. And she's right. There's no excuse for it. There's no reason. 
there, well, kind of, sort of. So, like, my reasoning is, Jessica, you and I are in the entertainment industry, and we legitimately, for real, have no idea what is happening in our lives day to day. I could go to an audition today and be shooting by tonight. I have no clue, right? Mm -hmm. I could go to an audition today and shoot five months from now. No clue. (laughs) My husband can tell me I'm going to be home at 8 o'clock tonight, and then he will walk through the door at 1 a.m. in the morning. That's just the way TV and movies work. (laughs) You have no life. You can never leave town. They always say the best best way to book is to plan a trip. I wish that Mm -hmm. was a joke that's funny. It's not. Okay. <laughs> it's true. It's so Murphy's I, law every time. Every time. And so <laughs> I have spent my adult life, my adult professional life, never knowing what my schedule is going to be like ever. Right. And so it's really hard to, for me to commit to things because also another thing is I will just use a wedding for an example. I was invited to a wedding that happened in September, I think. And, mm-hmm. uh, they wanted to know if I could come. And I was like, yes, I'm, I'm going to be able to come, but my, I won't know if my husband can come. So I just said no for him or like yeah. our friend Kate's wedding. Dan Tipton mm-hmm. could not come. He was shooting till yeah. five o'clock. It was an hour and a half drive to get to the venue. And the, the wedding started at five 30. Like right. there was no way to know. And you have day. a kid, you have yes. a child and pets. So. Yes. So I'm not saying that that's a good excuse and that's certainly not everyone's excuse. So I was trying to, after I read this, I was trying to think, Jessica, I think I was still that person even when work is not involved. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I have a fear of commitment. Hey, at least you recognize it. Not that I think something better is going to come up. I think what happens is I go, I'm afraid that I'm going to get to that day and have a mental breakdown Mm. and look fat in everything I own and feel like I need to rush out and buy a new dress. Like all the things that is like me being hard. Ooh, sorry. Me being nasty to myself. I'm afraid I'm going to have like a mental breakdown that day and be like, why did I say I would go a year ago? I didn't know where I was going to be mentally today. (laughs) It's terrible. And it's so rude, Jessica, because people are trying to plan. Like, it is a privilege and an honor. I always say this, and I mean it. It's a privilege and an honor to be asked to celebrate someone's lifelong union. It's a privilege and an honor to be invited to celebrate the the coming of a baby, like baby showers. We all go, ooh. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that that's a privilege and an honor, and I'm still rude about it. (laughs) <laughs> because I go in my brain, oh, who knows if you're going to be capable of being seen by people that day. Is this a post-pandemic thing or would you say you felt like this before the pandemic? I, I would say it was lingering pre-pandemic mm-hmm. and now I'm just a full-blown weirdo. I mean, I think I asked that because I think a lot of people feel that way after being isolated and not I've had a couple of socialized like group, for so long. Yeah. I've had a couple of like group things in the last few weeks where it's been so hard for me to get there. I get there mm-hmm. and I have a good time and then it's hard for me to leave, but I don't ever right. want to do anything again. I'm I'm finding this conflict I'm having of like <laughs> I want to see people, I want to be around people, I want to have fun, 
but also I don't want to see anyone and I need to hide in my house and never leave. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a dual, I'm a, a dual personality right now. That's yeah. weird on both sides of the coin. Uh, two-headed coin. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, well, but listen. don't do that. Right. Don't do that to people. They're no, trying you to can't plan do that to people. Money. They're trying to figure out, like they have to pay for your food and your consumption of drinks and your space. And if you can't That's... be there, there might be somebody else that wants to be there. Correct. That's a huge factor of it. And because people have to pay deposits, which are non-refundable, exactly. meaning so sorry that something happened in your life, no matter what it is, but we just lost out on our revenue. So that 50% you had to pay up front, we're going to keep. Yes. So that, like I am also shocked and Brianna, I hope this does not happen to you. I'm appalled and shocked at weddings that I've been to where the bride and or groom have said, I cannot believe so-and-so and so-and-so didn't show up. Didn't show up. It better the be fact an that you say that you are going to any of it. I don't care if it's just a barbecue in your backyard, Yeah, but you commit to that and you have the audacity to not show up where they had to pay for you, for the seat your butt was sitting in. It's, or supposed I mean, to be the food, dollars. everything. It's insane. Like you best be writing them a check for $500 on top of their wedding gift. Yes. That's another thing I'm bad at, Jessica. I think I don't have time to go get the gift and wrap it because then I get mm-hmm. like this perfectionist syndrome where I, it's got to be wrapped really pretty and look nice. And sure. So I'm like, I'll just, <clears throat> I'll just go on their registry and send them a gift later. And technically speaking, I think you have a year, right? Mm-hmm. What I don't need that year. Just freaking go on the internet, Dana. I have two weddings I've done that with this year already. I know. Well, I know. this season, I guess, mm-hmm, whatever. Not mm-hmm. not 2023, but like from the fall. I have two people. Sure, sure. One who listens to this uh, podcast, <laughs> so sorry about it, that I owe presents to. And I fully intend to send them. And it just slips my mind all the time. But that's a I bad know. person. That's a bad person, Dana. I went, I showed up, I sat my butt in that chair they paid for. I ate that food and I still haven't sent you a gift and I apologize. I apologize. One of them I was in, I was in that wedding, Kate, and I still haven't sent you a present. So there's my shame. Oh my God. <laughs> That's my shame. And and like every time I see her, it reminds me and I go, oh God, I need to send you a why don't I just pull out my phone and do it right there? Why don't I just freaking hand her cash? I know. I don't know. I don't know. But she is you, so right. Don't do that to her. Don't do I that know. to anyone. Don't do this to Brianna and don't do it Especially to anyone else. when you've known. And there's enough going on with someone's wedding. It's stressful enough. People should try to be job. able to enjoy it. So yeah. having to hunt people down for an answer to anything is always annoying. I feel also, for you. Can I put out there? Maybe this is wrong because I didn't have a wedding and I've only been in, like, I was in Flower Girl when I was like four and mm-hmm. five. And then I've been in one wedding in adult life because I think, generally speaking, people know that I don't like weddings. Um, <laughs> because for me, as a plus sized woman, it used to be that everybody was in strapless dresses. And I was yes. like, not going to happen. Not going to mm-hmm. happen, me sitting next to a size two girl. 
as I come floating in like a Macy's Day Parade <laughs> person and stand in front of everyone. No, no, not happening. Nowadays, you can people are like, well, you wear your own style dress. It's just the same color or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Wear black, wear this mint green or whatever. Yes. Uh-huh. But am I wrong in saying that her bridesmaid or maid of honor or whatever, her, her maid mm-hmm. of honor or matron of honor mm-hmm. can kind of pick up the slack on some of that? Can't she kind of delegate? I've never known anyone to do that. And I think because the pressure is on you and coming out of your or your family's pocket at the end of the day. I've never known anyone else to reach out and be like, hey, I mean, maybe the parent has been like, hey, Jessica, we're just wondering if we should count you in or not. Well, maybe we and I'm should like, oh, my God, I told I told Dana I was coming. I'm so sorry. I forgot to I mail know. my card. You know, I but also that's not that's fair a- just to tell people. No, because you no, can't remember that. No, uh-uh. right. But maybe that's a way if you're in a wedding for a friend, maybe that's a way you could help out. Because when I think about like. People do the same dang thing. And when I say people, I mean Dana. Do the same dang thing. <laughs> With baby showers, birthdays, chili cook-offs, all of it. Chili I see cook-offs. it and go, oh, yeah. And then they never hear from me again. Oh, my God. It's not cool. But that's I that know. double-sided coin I'm telling you where I'm like, I want to go. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with me? Is that a COVID thing or am I just losing my mind? <laughs> That's one thing about know. COVID. We can kind of blame everything on it. Don't you think? Uh-huh. <laughs> For a while anyway. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. I'm sorry God. you're going through that. I'm sorry people like me exist. I don't know what's wrong with us. I don't have an answer. Everybody needs an RSVP again, even if it's that barbecue. It's like, am I buying enough to make four hamburgers or 40? Because there's a big yes, difference. There's a big difference. This is such <laughs> And everything a else that rant. goes along with it. It is. Yes. yes. Have respect. Common decency. Say, you know what? Thank I'm pretty you. sure I can't. If that changes, I'll check in with you the night before and see if it's cool if I come by. And yeah. I don't mean that about a wedding. No. Shame on me. Shame on me. And I know this about myself. I know it about myself and I still can't fix it. Well, I don't even know what the. You don't know what to say to me? I I was like, oh, she's getting ready to say, well, and she's going to make me feel better, but you didn't. (laughs) I was looking for an early bird catches the worm kind of thing and it just didn't come to me. It didn't come together. So, uh... yeah. Well, there we are. I'm a bad person and we all know it. Sorry about that, Brianna. Don't invite me to your wedding. Don't. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I'm sorry that's happening to you. It sucks. Yes. Well, Dana would, if she was uh, talking right now, say, well, you know, we always have rants that are important and not so important. Well, I'm here to tell you, Dana, that this rant is equally as important. Okay. Even though you, I know, are not going to think so. (laughs) This was sent in by two listeners. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was sent in from Alyssa in Georgia and from Mm -hmm. Ashley in Missouri. And I thank you both. And I love that you both said, Jessica will die. I immediately thought of you. Um, 
This comes to us from today.com by I'm Heather Martin. I'm looking at it. I'm already laughing. You're going to get so upset. <laughs> Move over, butterboards. Butter candles are the latest holiday hosting trend. No, they're not. <laughs> and no, they shouldn't be. Okay. <laughs> uh, also, I would love to have anybody pipe in who's in fire safety. Uh, I would love to hear your dad's opinion on a butter candle because I'm sure he would flip and say how dangerous it is. We never had a real Christmas tree growing up because it was a fire hazard. So, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> uh, I now have an artificial one because of you, because you told oh, me that. Yeah. I'm not joking. It's bad. A lot of people lose their lives and everything. <sighs> okay. Keep going. Now. All over TikTok, tapers, pillars, vegan seasoned. I know you have a lot of questions like why and why? Well, maybe some people just want to watch the world burn, but more likely, these are the inadvisable offspring of ancient tallow candles and the recent butterboard obsession. Now y'all know what we're talking about. And mm -hmm. I also love that our Rants and Race community went nuts sending Dana and I Anything from peanut butter to cream cheese to every kind it. of condiment thing smeared on a board. Disgusting. Nobody wants it. Okay. <laughs> the earliest one we found, and what they're talking about is the butter candle, uh -huh. uh, was from TikToker Susie the Foodie. That's C, excuse me, S-O-O-Z-I-E. As suspected, she told us she decided to try it after seeing tallow candles. That's beef fat. And she continues to make it because it's such a great way to elevate your bread and butter game. No, bitch, that's called dangerous. How, the ridiculous, how would it elevate? I don't Sorry. know. Okay. <laughs> like a lot of people, I'm not on board with butterboards, so I'm dubious about this hot mess from the outset. There's a few videos showing candles made from a rock-solid stick with a wick shoved in it or molded carefully with softened butter like Farmars. And yes, it says Farmar, not Farmers. But the yeah, vast because majority... that's her last name, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> yes. Jessica, that's her last name. She doesn't have her own butter brand. That's just her last name. <laughs> I am so dumb. I also wish that you guys could – well, if you're watching YouTube right now, you can see that I am showing Dana how she Ew. softened a stick of butter. Now she put a wick in it. Now she's molding it like a phallic thing, and now she's lighting it, and they're dipping their toast into the lit butter. No, That's absolutely not. That's what I wanted not. to get to. I wanted to see how it was used, and that is wretched. Keep going. Oh, my God. It says, the vast majority of tutorials cast the candle from melted garlic butter so that you can light it at the table and dip bread into it. Many uh -huh. of them call for steps that aren't strictly necessary, like clarifying or straining the butter. Look, are you making ghee or are you making a candle? <laughs> I'm going to keep it simple here because let's face it, I have about an hour before I really really have to get some presents wrapped lady i don't need to know that you're so inconvenienced writing an article for today.com that you're letting us know that you're trying to hurry it up hurry. i'd like yeah. to write for today yeah <laughs> 
Important disclaimer, this makes a candle a real one, lit on fire, and I cannot emphasize this enough, real fire. Do not have it unattended. Keep it away from drapes, alcohol, long-haired cats, synthetic fabrics, children, and impressionable adults. Some of our intrepid butter adventures have had trouble with lumpy, collapsing tapers and crowned wicks. So I opted for pillar style to provide a wide... Oh, so you admitted that you made one. I'm not even going to go on with this. Now she has a wick or what looks like a spaghetti noodle wrapped around a chopstick dipped into a bowl of herbed butter that poached lobster should be being dunking into <laughs> not a piece of toast so it can splatter on aunt Susie. And now we have a problem and third degree burns. I just, I dipped regular cotton kitchen twine in butter. It's readily available, much cheaper and as free of rat hair as anything no. else in your kitchen. I What? That's what I'm reading ahead of you because I'm as appalled. free as rat hair. Well, look at this. Just a lasagna. Of, uh that's bread. That's garlic bread. What? At the end of the article, she says the verdict, it's gorgeous, festive, delicious centerpiece. Bonus points for hilarity. Well, you know what? I ain't laughing. I <laughs> I just don't know. The nerve. Why? Why so much work? Also, like, I don't want to go back to the days of tallow candles. I don't want to go back to when Thank we hunted you. whales. We hunted whales just for the gook in their mm-hmm. head so we could make mm-hmm. candles. Um, yep. I just was listening to that from, like, Tudor times or something the other day. <laughs> And Hilarious. I don't, I don't understand why you would want to go back to a worse time. Like, no. does it make it feel more farm to table? I don't. It's gorgeous, it's ridiculous. It's, it's she, the, the verdict. It's gorgeous, festive, and a delicious centerpiece. All of those things could be argued. I feel like correct. And I'll take flowers any day. And I'm sorry, but ever since COVID, like. I don't even want to share a ketchup with another person, let alone no. all of us be sopping our bread in a bowl Thank you. together. I've bite always after bite. had major issues with double dipping, even if it was someone in my family. Like, I don't want anyone double dipping. That's why now, actually, it's hilarious. And yes, I will eat off the same fork as Alan. I'll take a sip from his drink, all that. But even with certain things... I give us each a ramekin and he's like, why did you do I'm like, you go crazy. I want to dip my mini tacos in here. And yes. And I don't want to turn add- it around where I didn't bite before. I just want to sloppily go in mm-hmm. and meow. Yep. You do what you want to do. You have your own personal dip and you play on your side and I'll play on mine. Okay. Yeah. No fire involved. Disgusting. I, I, I cannot. I can't. I have to stop looking at pictures. Like, whatever. Does it look cool for a magazine photo shoot? Sure. But if I went to your house at dinner and you were like, here, just sop your bread in this, I'd be like, mm, nah. <laughs> You're lucky I made it here today, as previously noted from the other ramp. From the other rant. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'm going to tell you really quick, you guys, and then we are going to get a breath to clear this out. Uh, Beef tallow. Didn't even know what that was. It's very timely that this was sent to me. But Dana and I were talking about this. Uh, Some mutual friends of ours opened an amazing place. It's a restaurant and bar in Burbank called Inkwell Tavern. And so help me God, one of the things on their menu, and I did have them the other night with Alan, and both of us were blown away. We had the beef tallow fries. So, you know, people fry uh, potatoes in duck fat. It's rich. Yes. It gives us an amazing flavor. Well, they're doing it with beef tallow. And then it is topped with some of the best pulled pork I've ever had and some pickled onions and a little dollop of chimichurri. I told them, I said, this is almost like an elevated new version of a poutine even though it's not poutine and there's no gravy and cheese i can't explain it you just have to try it if you're in la go to inkwell tavern get their smash burger if you'd like your head to blow off at how good it is and you get the beef tallow fries which is a meal in itself you got to pick one or the other i don't know if i can handle beef tallow well i'm very upset because i know you're not going to eat beef or pork because i would say when we go there together we're getting those fries but it's a little too much meat for you mm, yeah no it just makes them crisp and perfect it's not rich or greasy or gross it sounds me now peddling beef tallow from the (laughs) colonial days from the early early uh Pioneer days going west with I my don't butter candle. I want to go candle. back to the pioneer days. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with it. Women were treated horribly. People just murdered indiscriminately. Right. Uh, you know they didn't bathe as much as one should. There's just a many right? many reasons. There was like why three diagnoses. No matter what you had, it's like consumption, cancer, or you were crazy. You had yeah. to fit into one of those three boxes. Oh my god, I don't want it. I don't want it. That's all I can say. Well, I know it's going to be hard for you to get a breath through your nose, but let's try to clear it out. Let's, yes, let's get a cleansing breath in here. I'm going to mute myself because I'm going to try to breathe. Uh, We (laughs) like to rant out all the silliness, get, you know, aggravations out, um, serious things Mm -hmm. sometimes. And then we take a deep breath in, we blow out all the bad, and we fill up with laughter and good news for the rest of the show. So please, if you can scream it out, that's always healthy and fun and good. Yes. Just don't hurt your throat. If you can't, at least take a second to breathe. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm going to mute I'm myself. Ready. Okay, take a deep breath in. And out. <sighs> Can you hear me? I'm unmuted. I can. I muted myself. Okay, let's move on into our corners. You are up first, lady. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just needed a sip of that monster drink that's mm-hmm. so healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is from a listener. I love this so much. This is an Animal Instincts Meets Kids Are Amazing corner. I love, love it. it. The Steinbrenner High School boys cross-country team is making an early morning stop at the Humane Society of Tampa Bay to pick up their running mates. The team takes shelter dogs to Al Lopez Park uh, in Tampa for some exercise and a change of scenery. Okay, so I'm going to play you the little video 
where they talk about it because I think this is the cutest thing. And if it doesn't happen in your town, I feel like if you have kids in cross country, make it happen because it's the cutest ever. Okay, yes. ready? The Stein River High School boys cross country team is making an early morning stop at the Humane Society of Tampa Bay to pick up their running mates. The team takes these shelter dogs to Al Lopez Park in Tampa for exercise and a change of scenery. For them, we think it's to get out and just fresh air and just to be able to run around and have a good time. It's part of a tradition for the team that started four years ago. Beyond just taking these dogs for a good run, they're also giving them exposure to help them find homes. One of the dogs that's become a team favorite is Lucas. Lucas is deaf. That sometimes people aren't willing to adopt a deaf dog, but he is incredibly, incredibly sweet. It really makes me feel good that we're helping out the dogs and like making them not. okay i love it what a great 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 idea yes also those doggies look so happy and they're right they're getting in them out for people to see that they're available for adoption they're also socializing them you know the loose my lucy is a rescue doggy Mm -hmm. she wasn't there for too long but she was in this giant concrete cage with a cold floor they had blankets they did the best they could but Mm -hmm. it's not where animal like a loving sentient soul needs to be so the fact that these kids are using this time that they're going to be running anyway to like help out these shelter animals and i love it there's just so many great things about it it's teaching the kids to be mindful of their community and i just love it so much i love it it's so good i really hope that that like makes national news and people consider doing that that are near a local (laughs) rescue if you are a high school track coach, please look mm-hmm. into this because holy yes. cow, it's precious. I love, love it. it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, yeah. Dana and our listener. This is a what the what corner, and I've titled it Burgers. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I don't know what real this is. Angry. I Am I? Oh, no. Uh, I, this you're it's gonna make you want to rant. Um, Burger King launches new ice whopper featuring a layer of shaved ice in Japan. No, mm. okay, right? This is not okay. This is written by Bob Miller for Chuboom. Not chaboom, but chew and then boom. The heat is on in Japan and Burger King is responding by offering a new ice whopper with a layer of shaved ice to help fans beat the heat. The ice whopper features a classic whopper with one extra ingredient, a layer of shaved ice. No. It comes paired with a bottle of ice cold Coke for 1,000 yen, or about $7.39 U.S. According to Burger King Japan's website, the Ice Whopper is available at just one pop-up location at the Morito Beach House Oasis in Hayama Town. From what I understand, you have to pre-order the Ice Whopper for pickup on a specific day and time. Only a limited number of Ice Whoppers are available. Um, no thank you. 
Gross. Uh, not interested. And what? again, it's just ice. There's no flavor in it because that would be disgusting it. too. That white is a layer of shaved ice. You know, just I what understand. I want on my steaming hot burger patty, Dana. Don't you? It's gonna melt instantly, and then you might as well just be dipping your burger in a cup of water. Yes, thank you. It's disgusting. It's so dumb. I'm sorry. Who? I know that's not what. It's only at one restaurant because nobody wants that crap. <laughs> it literally looks like a layer of mayo. Nope, it's shaved ice. You know, we're just getting to the point where technology and our abilities are getting so crazy yep. that to find something new, we are mm -hmm. becoming so stupid. Like, oh, Correct. like, why would we think, oh, Oh, yes. Nobody's put ice on a burger before. How novel. How delicious that must be. No. That's soggy bread. So stupid. What? Even just from – have you ever bought a sandwich? I don't anymore. But when you're desperate and there's, like, nowadays never anywhere open in an airport, even in the international section, I'm like, so flights are going 24 hours, but there's not one place open to get food except for the one shitty little kiosk that's not even a newsstand store. Right. And you might have a sandwich that was made God knows when and God knows where. Have you ever bought one of those? And the bread is literally soaking wet. Soggy. It doesn't even have condiments on it. No. I, we should be so lucky. It's from the no. condensation from being wrapped in plastic in an ice cold cooler for a week. Yes, that's the equivalent of that burger with shaved ice. <sighs> but How like if you. your burger is hot, it's going to melt instantly. Thank you. You won't even make it home. Listen, there's a lot wrong with this, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. There is no worse French fry in the industry than Burger King. I don't know what they coat their fries with. It has some weird-ass coating that gives it a nasty taste and a nasty texture, and I hate it. And I'm going to shut up now because I'm going to go into a rant that's going to launch me into orbit. So goodbye, corner. Wow. Bold statement. The worst fry. <laughs> The you know who's second, f not far behind, in and out. Jack in the they box. taste like par baked bread. Nope, I will not eat it. Jack in the box. How dare you? The I year know. I moved to Los Angeles, thirteen people died of E. coli from Jack in the box. So no, oh and I haven't forgotten. Oh, you just poked yourself in the eye with your own glasses. <laughs> <laughs> You have to calm down. I literally just acted like Randy Macho Man Savage and then sucker punched myself with the arm of my spectacles into my eyeball. I got to calm down. Dana, you please have to take calm over. Down. Okay. Give, us, give us a rave and bring me back down. I'm going to give this. us some good news so that we can have <sighs> some goodness and not be losing our minds over watery boogers. What is it with water today? We've got neti pots. We've got watery shaved boogers. Watery boogers and watery burgers. Yes, we have a title That's for this episode. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> oh, I'm going to start coughing. Okay, I'm going to go into my rave, okay? Mm -hmm. This is from a listener, and I love it so much. So um, this is for REV, 
Reptile Education of Virginia. We all know that I had a very sweet, sweet love in my life named Murphy. Mm -hmm. She was a gecko, um, and she was born terminally ill, and we didn't find out till she was like a year and a half old, and mm -hmm. they gave her like a few months to live. I tried all kinds of things, you know, the medicines that might maybe, maybe help, and they didn't. She lasted mm -hmm. a lot longer than we thought she would, probably just off of love. Right. Um, but I have a special place in my heart for reptiles. I've had, I had a lizard when I was in college, just a little anole lizard. And then I had Murphy. Aww. So I've had, yeah. And I've had some frogs and stuff, you know, I'm an animal lover. What are you going to do? Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> this really, I, I love this so much. The reptile rescue I volunteer with is reptile education of Virginia, REV. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization and are a small group of people who are passionate about reptiles, their care, and educating the public on these amazing, amazing creatures, which I want to say is so important. If you are thinking about mm -hmm. getting a reptile as a pet, please do your research. They do need special care. There's temperature. There's uh, yep. the color of the lights. There's moisture. Every reptile is a little bit different, and you need to know to make sure that you're that your pet is healthy. Um, we take in sick, injured, and abandoned pet reptiles and work with local veterinarians to get them the care they need and eventually adopt them out into good, loving homes. Amazing. Because mm -hmm. we don't think about reptiles the same way we do about cute little flir furry, fluffy things, right? right? But they get sick too and they need help mm -hmm. and love. We are an all-volunteer organization, and we foster all rescues from our own homes. We depend solely on donations to fund our organization, so we often have to dip into our own personal money to care for some of the most dire mm -hmm. cases. We are located in Virginia, but work with organizations and people in both Virginia and North Carolina. We are always in need of donations and foster parents. We also travel to local events with our ambassador animals and teach children and adults about these mm. animals, including their proper care and how and where they live in the wild. It is very important to us that people understand that these are not throwaway pets and that they deserve the same level of love and care as more traditional pets do. Mm -hmm. Wholeheartedly agree. People would be like, oh, that lizard doesn't love you. You just feed it. Whatever. Mm -hmm. When I called her name, when I talked to her, she walked up to my hand and wanted to sit and spend time with me in the warmth mm -hmm. of my palm. Sorry. It's also it's a living being. Yes. We primarily operate out of Eastern Virginia, so if you're in the area and would like to schedule an event for a girl or boy scout troop, church event, school, etc., please reach out, and we'll be happy to work with you. We charge oh, a nominal cool. fee for our education events. You can reach us at reptileeva at gmail.com. We'll put this in our show notes. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at reptileva or reptile education of Virginia. We have our adoptable pets posted on both social media pages. If you would like to donate, you can do so through our website at www.reptileva.org. I said reptile Eva earlier. I know. <laughs> reptile VA. <laughs> oh Sorry, the snot is getting to my brains. Hilarious. Um, Reptileva.org. If you're in the area and are interested in fostering, please email or message us to go through the vetting process. We will adopt out of state, but we don't ship our animals. So adoptees must be willing to travel to pick up their new pet. Mm -hmm. We hope to one day live in a world where reptiles are no longer neglected and abandoned. And we believe that education is paramount mm -hmm. to achieving that goal. Absolutely. 
I love this so much. I love the education portion of it. I love mm-hmm. the saving portion of it. Please donate if you can. Reach out if you're in the area for an event. I also just want to tag onto that and say, at least here in L.A., I don't know if it's like this everywhere else, but at least here in L.A., our rescue organizations like the Humane Society, specifically in Burbank, they also have reptiles, guinea pigs, hamsters, birds. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking for a pet, any of those, um, many, 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 many unwanted pets, people get into it thinking it's going to be easy and they're just going to have a toy. Mm -hmm. No, there's work associated with pets that don't live in homes like we do. You know what I mean? So educate yourself for sure. And then also if you are looking for a pet, don't go to a pet store. That's where I, I made, we made our mistake. She -hmm. was sick because she was bred for a pet store and contracted a terminal disease when she was born. So don't go to a pet store. Maybe check out your, your local humane society or animal Mm -hmm. rescue organization. And they're honest about it. They are. That's yeah. the difference, right? A rescue doesn't try to cover it up or put a little bow no. on a dog and make it look fine. It's like, hey, this dog is incontinent or they want is you blind to know exactly. or whatever. Yes. Absolutely. And this is what because, is needed. <laughs> yes, because they don't want them to get returned again. They want them to find their forever home. So yes. they want you to know exactly what you're getting into. Exactly. And they will educate and you. Fostering to- is great. Mm-hmm. A lot of people I love do it. that. I love it. Even, uh, you know who does that? I just almost called him Jean-Luc Picard. Why did his name just escape me? Uh, Patrick. Uh, Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart, <laughs> I believe. Um, yes. I read an article that he fosters, uh, he loves pit bulls. And whenever he is mm-hmm. in LA, he fosters a dog because he lives usually half the year here and half in England. So he always fosters so that he always has a dog and he's keeping, you know, dogs out of the shelter until they can be uh, fully adopted. And I love love that. that I have a lot of friends that only foster. They're like, that way I can't get too attached or it like works. And if I am out of town for a week, I know. I would be a foster fail every time. I can't. My friend has three uh, puggles. All foster fails. Yeah. And now but she I just loves love that breed. That. <laughs> yep. Especially knowing he does pit bulls too, because like pit bulls or like reptiles, they have like mm-hmm. a reputation of being aggressive. I think people think reptiles are not loving and they're aggressive mm-hmm. in their behavior, even lizards and stuff. And yeah, yep. some of them are, but those are the ones that are neglected. Mm-hmm. And also your, your, well, whatever. There's lots of, you know, I, I certainly, whenever I posted pictures of Murphy, I did get some hate. Like, why would you keep this animal in a cage or whatever? Listen, she was very happy. She was very loved. Um, if you're going to rescue a pet, mm-hmm. do your do your homework. Exactly. And try to rescue. Don't buy from pet stores because that is where a lot no. of problems come. Absolutely. And there's many, many reputable uh, reptile breeders you can do your research and find out who Mm -hmm. is and who isn't and so anyway i love this so much thank you for sending that in yes Um, thank you so much let me just one more time say it is reptile va at gmail.com or reptile va.org is their website so i love that even if you just schedule an educational event for your you know girl scout yes 
your book it's club, fantastic. whatever. Yes, totally. I love They'll it. They'll love it. Yay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. This uh, rave is something that I saw my friend post. Um, she is someone that I have a lot of respect for. She is somebody who walks the walk and she literally dedicates uh, pretty much all of her free time to helping organizations, both by her time, by uh, lobbying. She does it for so many different causes. She hand wrote postcards for months trying to get people to vote again, not trying to assuage anyone either way, just trying to get people to register to vote. And uh, she's lovely. And I always just really um, look at her with a lot of admiration because Mm. again, she just is always doing something to make things better. Yeah. Very proactive. Um. So she posted this. It's called Miri's List, M-I-R-Y-S-L-I-S-T dot org. Over, excuse me, in 2017, over 53,000 refugees were resettled in the United States, most of whom are children and parents. Many Americans think of these families in their communities and wonder, what can I do to help? What began as one mom helping another mom turned into a nonprofit organization serving over 250 families, 1,500 individuals, mostly families with young children resettling in America from Syria, Afghanistan, Iran, Iraq, and Yemen. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I want to throw out there is an adorable store that I've actually been to called Leanna Lynn's. L-E-A-N-N-A-L-I-N apostrophe S. Leanna Lynn's Wonderland in Eagle Rock. An amazing, amazing gift store. They are collecting donations throughout the month of February. So we still have time for those of you who are in Los Angeles and might be interested in participating. I will read you the list of what they are accepting for donations. These are what they need the most. Wonderland is collecting the below items in the month of February for Mary's list. Menstrual pads, baby wipes, deodorant, toothpaste, adult socks, first aid kits, adult ibuprofen, and Tylenol. The mission of Mary's list is to improve the experience for new arrival families by filling gaps in the governmental system of support for refugees and providing a mechanism for a community of supporters to directly help families with the things people and programming needed to thrive in the United States. Um, It's an incredible website. I highly suggest taking a peek at it because I think there's things that they do that are just lovely. And I wouldn't have thought of, Um, for instance, one of the things they have is new arrival supper club and it's, to a thing where you can, people? yes, and also for people to cook together and for these people to be sharing their culture and their recipes. And it's just such a wonderful, wonderful thing. The pictures of all of their events look fantastic. Um, they have a welcome workshop. They have a rapid response team. They have wish lists posted. They have ways that you can volunteer, ways to donate. Um, it's incredible. They're a nonprofit. Please check out Mary's list if you, well, anywhere. I'm interested in stuff, even if it's not in Los Angeles. But absolutely, this yeah. group is particularly 
located here. And again, uh, that store, we will post both of these. We'll be collecting those items needed for the month of February. Wonderful. I just want to say, you know, we're not a a political podcast. We say that all the time. Um, But to me, this is not a political issue. These are human beings who are need help. So whatever your political leanings are, don't forget that these are human beings and they are people who completely uprooted their entire sense of security, culture, lives, everything to get away from something. So don't forget that. If right now you knew that you had to grab your son and your husband and you would hope your animals. And I'm not saying that to be hope, but sometimes you don't have the means or people are going into shelters or they're literally getting on a bus or a plane or wherever and having to get the hell out. It is so horrible. So traumatic. Uh, seriously, I'm not saying that to be Debbie Downer, but if everybody just like, sometimes I think about it and I'm like, I, I can't even imagine if right now I just had to grab yeah. A bag. They need if them. I was lucky to even do that and be gone and say goodbye yeah. to everything. Well, and nobody would do that just for funsies. It's a dire right? situation. Yes. So don't forget that these humans are in a, in dire need. Exactly. You know, try not to make it political. Um, mm-hmm. Not that any of our listeners, I'm preaching to the choir. None of our listeners would behave that way. Right. But anyway, just to be said. Um, I love that, Jessica. Thank you. Yes. Um, well, thank you. I think that's our show. I think it is. Uh, do you want to tell people one more time how to get a hold of us? Yes. Please find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves Podcast, on TikTok at the Rants and Raves P, on YouTube, the Rants and Raves Podcast. You can find our channel. You can subscribe. You can, again, always download audio only or now the full video if you would like to watch our podcast <laughs> you can obviously still catch us on all the platforms that we've always been on for audio you can always write into us at the rants and raves podcast at gmail.com also i always say it but you guys love sending us dms on instagram and we are here for it and it's amazing and thank you for keeping in touch thanks for all the fun and whatnot yeah. you send our way yeah. and we love you all and we will see you again next time Absolutely. Um, I want to tag on really quickly that uh, mm-hmm. a friend and listener of ours lost her father this week. We had mm-hmm. we had said last week they were um, asking for, you know, if you want to send a card or something like mm-hmm. that. He has passed on and we just want to send our love out to that to th- yes. his family. Um, Jen Hall Hill, you know, we just adore you and your entire family. And I'm sorry that you're going through this. He was really he just seemed like the most precious man. <laughs> um, and I know that they went through a lot to have him be able to spend uh, his last days with them in their home. Yes. So um, anyway, we're just sending you lots of love. There's nothing that can take that pain away, but we are thinking about you and our whole community can now send some love your way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We love you and we're sending you the biggest hug. Yes. Um. Jessica, is there anything you're watching or seeing that you need to share? Obviously, we're all doing uh, The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. So good. And I'm Pedro not caught Pascal up yet, so is getting hotter by the minute. Oh, he's handsome. My friend said this, and I have to concur. She said, he's a real man. And I mean a man who is real and is capable of things. 
I couldn't agree more. I love it. I love it. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I'm late to the party on this, but I binged within two nights. Highly recommend it. Watch the first four one night, the second four the next night. If you have not watched The Bear, it's incredible. Oh, now, nobody will be shocked. Yeah, it's about a restaurant, okay? But it's so much more than that. You don't have to be like a diehard foodie. Um, it's actually kind of funny, kind of like Dana and I being the country and city mouse. Uh, <laughs> there's um, not giving anything away, but one person is coming from a very high-end training and background uh, from one of the finest restaurants in the world. And uh, the manager there is uh, old school, wants to keep things as they are. Doesn't want this hotshot coming in and telling them what to do. Uh, right. It's great. It is so well-written. It is so bingeable. It's a very fast-paced show. Uh, the Bear. I highly recommend it. There's a season two coming. I cannot wait. Everyone in it is great. The only actor also that I recognize is the lead guy. I'm embarrassed to say I don't remember his name. He's on Shameless. Shame on me for not knowing his name. But there's a lot of people that are on Shameless. Anyways, yeah. it's great. Watch the bear. You will, I think, like it, Dana. Oh, okay. I haven't really <laughs> been watching much. Actually, if me I'm neither. being honest, I've been watching, you know, me and my crime stories. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I get hooked on, um, you know, over here we watch 2020 and Dateline. Those are kind of our, our mm. crime thingies. But in Australia, they have one. Their equivalent of like 2020, I think. It, I think because I don't live in Australia and I don't know anything about them, so maybe I shouldn't say. But the Fifth Estate, I know it's a, an Australian oh. show, and it's very much like a 2020. And so there's decades mm -hmm. of it. So sometimes I just pop one of those on. Ooh, I love that. I've never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Fifth Estate, pretty good. Well, 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 well. Jessica, I enjoy you tremendously. I enjoy you so much, We're about my friend. ready to get out of here. Uh, I like to give everybody something to think about. And this is something for you to think about in the hopes that I can encourage you to be proactive and send us any little things you have. Because mm -hmm. I'm going to read some regional remarks. And I'm always curious because I'm such a hillbilly that Siri can't even understand me half the time. Um <laughs> I want to know if these are true because some of these okay. I've never heard. So like in Wisconsin, a drinking fountain is supposedly called a bubbler. First of all, drinking okay. fountains should be outlawed anyway. They're dirty, but I never called <laughs> them a bubbler. So if we have any Wisconsinites. Sounds like know. a type of bong. Yes. Stoner. <laughs> A Nebraska lottery ticket is called a pickle. Now, why? A pickle seems to be like a sour situation. A lottery ticket's fun and hopeful. Okay. A tadpole is known as a pink wink on Cape Cod. Please tell me that's not true. I don't like that. Okay. I've heard like pollywog, which I think is a Polly real wog. term for it, but yeah. I cannot do a pink wink. That a sounds like wink. some nasty name for your... Thing that you were talking about at the beginning of the show yeah i it sounds like genitals of some sort some cute name for some genitalia activity that i'm not interested in okay uh cape cod we need to know uh a devil strip in northeastern ohio is the strip of grass between the street and the sidewalk what okay i can't why 
is it a devil strip? Because you don't want to mow it? That's the only thing I can think of. But also, let's not... Again, it feels like another genital reference. It is. Like, I with lady thought, pubic hairs, they call landing strips. Uh-huh. And I thought that was like the male equivalent. Oh. <laughs> if they manscaped and it the devil the strip, strip. The devil strip. If you had told me that before I read this, I would have been like, oh, okay. I would I would believe you. Um, And then here's the last one I'll read. And I this is why I'm asking, because... It says, a heavy rain is known as a fence lifter in the Ozarks. I'm from the Ozarks, and I ain't never heard that. lifter, that's so stupid. We called a heavy rain a thunderstorm, or we'd say, it's pouring cats and dogs. Yes. But I've never heard a fence lifter. No. Um, I think somebody made this up. a, A toad strangler in the Gulf States. That's a heavy rain. A toad strangler. Never heard that. The worst is Texas. And I'm I'm liable to believe this because Texas has been so poorly behaved for a while now. They call a heavy rain a turd floater. Shame on you, Texas. Is that true? Is that true? Somebody let us know. I need to know. Wisconsin, Nebraska, Kentucky, Tennessee. Oh, because Kentucky and Tennessee... Uh, they call an edible mushroom a dry land fish. Now, that don't make no sense. I know my grammar's not good, but sometimes when things just Gross. don't make no sense, they don't make no sense. Sorry. I don't it. like it. Anyway, let us know. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jessica, we'll be back next week. All right. Bye. Bye.